This is the magic of compassion. I'm Little Wu, and today's topic or question is: What if self-destructive behaviors have put you in an unrecoverable position? When someone feels like they're beyond hope, they're beyond redemption, that their their self-destruction has caused so much damage that they don't feel that they can ever come back from it. And so this question、uh, coming on this day,、uh, Winter Solstice Day, I think I'm going to tie it up at the end with a, a little bit of a connection to the energy of this day.、Um, but I want to first say that true and deep internal change creates outward change, and no one is beyond redemption. No one is re- beyond repair and reparation. Everybody has the possibility of recovery. And rebirth. It is possible to transform your awareness,、uh, your thoughts, your beliefs, and your feelings, and then, as a result of that inner transformation, transform your behaviors, your actions, and you know, move forward in a, in a new way. And no matter what has happened in the past, though it cannot be erased, it can be transformed by how you move the next day. When you've done something that has really damaged your health. Your livelihood, your relationships, anything that's going to be impacting your ability to live comfortably in this world. If you feel that you have done damage with your actions, then going and doing that internal work to understand what the source was, instead of going into a place of continued self like、uh, loathing,、um, self hatred, and, and and deep blame, blame that creates absolute shame. That's the kind of Thought process that doesn't actually create understanding; it just creates self-loathing.、Uh, so, we must remove that judgment layer and say, "Well, what it, what am I here to learn?"、Um, and if if the premise that I'm going to give you is the basis of this inner work, then it should change the shame into compassion. And so, if the premise that I'm giving you is that each human being is inherently good, and that we do terrible things. And we're capable of them, all of us. But to make peace with that ability to do terrible things by understanding that that comes from a place of survival or self-protection. And I know that a lot of people say, "Well, that's so selfish." But it's, no, it's it's the inherent biological function of our being.、Uh, the ego is there not as this terrible monster, but as this、um, membrane, literally. Around our our beings, physically and spiritually, to help us stay connected to this earth. So we become sometimes too attached to it, and we become fearful that that's all we are. It's just this this uh, uh, body, and and so we we fear for it. We protect it. We we have biological actions that arrive, reactions that are here to help us survive when we feel threatened. And so anything that we've done, even self destruction, was a form of Some kind of survival mode, and it, like I said in my other video about self-destruction, it may seem counterintuitive, but when we're in a self-destructive mode, we're actually just trying our best to mitigate pain.、Um, we may not choose the most life-sustaining options, but it is an effort to try to minimize pain. So sometimes we might self-sabotage actually to prevent further pain,、uh, or we might want to escape this world because it is too painful. So that's also trying to maintain one's comfort in this world. And so,、uh, in some eras, actions that people have taken、um, might have seen、uh, might have been seen as making them completely hopeless,、uh, completely beyond repair. That they were damaged,、uh, 
Um, so no one knew how to help them, or maybe no one wanted to help them because they saw them as completely broken beings. But with every new generation, we discover new understandings that help us breed not only compassion, but also innovation. Because with this new understanding, we always come up with better solutions. Uh, when we see a possibility, then there is an option of coming up with uh, something that actually helps rather than just giving up. So um, in this era where we're all doing a lot of inner work and, and really looking deep inside ourselves to understand why, why do we do the things that we do? Why are, uh, why, are, why are members of our society behaving the ways that they do? Instead of just throwing out judgment about the destruction that's happening, whether it's internal or external, and they usually go both ways. It's an important thing to actually consider what survival mode or protection mode was the cause of this behavior. And with compassion, look at new ways to behave that would actually be better for minimizing pain and improving our lives. And so today is a particularly powerful day being the winter solstice to do some of this internal work. In fact, it marks the beginning of the winter season, which is a season of self-work, uh, you know, inner contemplation, um, contemplating what you wish to give birth to and looking at the past by learning at from it and then using that learning to approach the future. And so today, on December 21st, I invite you to spend a little time um, doing a little quiet contemplation. Uh, it doesn't have to be a ritual, but if you wish to do a meditation or participate in a ritual, that accentuates the work. So just take a time to yourself to really think about um, ways to do your year-end review and then prepare for your year coming with intentions. And so I'm going to give you a few um, options to consider. When you do your year-end review, the first thing is to look at the hardest challenges that you face this year and try to acknowledge their teachings. Because at the time that they happen, some of them might still be fresh within you, but when they were happening, you were probably in the middle of it and might have gone into survival reaction mode. And that might have been a very difficult time, so you wouldn't have necessarily seen the blessings that were inherent in it. Maybe with some hindsight, maybe you still need more time, but with hindsight, you can start to acknowledge, well, what did I learn? Um, what did I grow within myself because of this difficulty? Um, and if I can acknowledge the teaching, that is the best way to internalize the gifts of any hardship. The second thing is to look at the most inspiring and joyful things that happened and acknowledge their gifts and teachings. Uh, sometimes we might have done that at the time, but we forget all those beautiful things that happened when we are you know, going through some hardship. So it's really important to review all the beautiful things and realize that there was probably as many, or if not more, of the beautiful things and the hardships. Then the third thing is to take both of them and bless all of them um, as your teachers. So the teachings were individually acknowledged and now you just send a blessing to all your teachers. So the hardships, uh, hard, the hard people, the hard experiences, bless them all as teachers, bless all the joyful things that came in, all the generous people, all the kind people, bless them too. And then when we bless the past, that makes us more prepared to not just release the pain around the past, but to embrace the gifts as we move forward and so they become internalized and now we go and look at the future and so your next part of your meditation or ritual can be about what you wish to experience in the new year 
um, look at what emotions, what experiences, uh, and what learnings you wish to acquire in the new year. And then look at what you'd like to offer the world as well. So things that you'd like to experience and things you'd like to create and, and contribute outward. Uh, so then after you've looked at all these things that you would like to experience, like to create, then bless all of those intentions and thank the universe and thank your life, thank your own life force energy that gives you the ability to have these desires, to understand these teachings and thank your life for the beauty that you are here to experience, not just the hardships. And look at forging all of this as you move forward into the new year. This is a really powerful meditation to do as we approach the end of this year and on solstice, the longest night of the year, the shortest day of the year, to use those energies that the, the planet is giving you in this natural cycle of evolution to really go, okay, this is a season for me to go inwards, to contemplate what I've learned, to contemplate what I've received, and then move forward with all of that with a, a new rebirth. And so no matter what destruction has happened, and I know for this, uh, for many people this year was a very hard one. Um, globally, there's been lots written about how particularly difficult this year was, but there's a lot of joy and beauty in it too. It's important to remember that. And so when there's a lot of hardship, there's a lot of growth. So instead of framing it as a year of hardship, we can frame it as a year of tremendous internal growth and it'll keep giving to us as we approach the new year. So I, I wish you all a beautiful solstice. I hope you'll take time to do a year in review soon, if not today, and to prepare for your new year with a very conscious awareness and bringing all your intentions with you clearly when you wake up in the new year. I'm sending you lots of love from the Mermaid Pirate Lagoon. Mwah. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one -on -one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org. Lots of love.